0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I heard it on Sean and RJ, and it was the audio of, of Mike Francesa taking Giants coach uh, Pat Shermer to task, mm-hmm. right? Like yes. he wanted to grill him, he wanted to beat him up, and when he had him on his weekly radio show... You guys know how this goes. You hear Jason Garrett on 105.3 The Fan. You hear Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. And I really love this discussion that they started having because it gets into a piece of real estate with what we do that I feel like there's some, a disconnect with some listeners. And here's what I mean. So if the Cowboys aren't doing well and you have a weekly arrangement on the flagship of the, of the Cowboys to interview their coach and, and general manager and owner, uh, there is an expectation level from some fans that you should beat up the guest. Like you should ask the hardest of the hard questions. If you're and not you, soft. And you should be super critical of them and basically tell them they suck. And then say, all right, see you next week for the interview. And, and they're, they're, I believe that's a widespread belief that there's a lot of people out there that think that's what our job is.
2: Yeah, you know, the other thing about it too, though, is I think it really comes down to the way you're listening. Like most of the questions that you want us to ask or that needed to get asked, get asked. But you, a lot of times, being the listener and the fan or whatever, you have a certain emotion attached to it, and so we're not asking the question to your satisfaction. You want us to take them to task. You want us to go after them. You want us to be angry like you're angry, and that's really not beneficial. So a lot of times I'll see someone say, you guys never ask the tough questions like this. Like, well, we actually asked that. You're just mad that we didn't yell at Jerry while we asked it,
1: because really doing that is is grandstanding for yourself. It's about you. Like we know, yes. yeah, you're making it about yourself, and you're like, hey, listen, I'm going to get some publicity here because I'm going to tell him he sucks, right? And then uh, you know, a group of my listeners are going to think that I don't ask soft questions, and that's cool. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that what the big upside is there. Anyways, let's let's get into this. Uh, this is Francesa, and this is an interview with him and the Giants uh, head coach Pat Shermer.
3: I mean, I hate to say it, but you look like a terrible team. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not good at anything. I mean, so you, know, you got a really good running back, uh, and you got a good kicker who missed a field goal yesterday. But other than that, you don't look very good at anything. You can't get the ball in the end zone, and you can't stop anybody. That's a hard combination. Well, those are things that we got to work on as
2: we move forward. Okay, can, can I also, here's another thing. What question did he ask? He did not. He gave him his opinion. He gave him his opinion. So now it's up to Shermer. Shermer needs to go in depth to support or not support Francesca's opinion. It's not even a question. Hey, I'm going to insult you. Now what? That's where, where are we going now? What's what's next, everybody? What, who benefited from that? We did because we get to play the funny audio of Francesca being an ass. But now he's done with the, sh- you know, Shermer's not going to do the show anymore. So basically Francesca's like, you know what? This guy's coming on my show. I'm going to make him hear my opinion. So
1: here is Shermer then addressing pulling out on the show. Well, I think that was an organizational decision, um, you know, not to do that. You know, and most people aren't aware of this, but I wasn't contractually obligated to do that, that oh. spot. And we did it out of uh, as a courtesy and out of respect for our relationship with the radio station. And so we just felt like for a while here we just uh, – you know, put that to bed for a while and just not do it and, and move forward. All right. So here's a text. Somebody sent in 877-881-1053. This is, uh, this is exactly what we're talking about. He said, you can ask tough questions if you use tact. Uh, you are all great at asking tough questions. Thank you very much. And here's the next person. Nah, just need to hold people accountable. Can't talk crap all day and then all of a sudden cower when the influencers come on.
2: Okay. Again, I would ask you, what are the tough questions that we haven't asked? like if there's some big burning question that everybody needed the answer to that we haven't asked please make us aware of it but we've had these guys on over and over for years and and and, and keep in mind what we played this wasn't about asking a question this is francesca forcing his opinion on the coach and now what is it that you want the coach to do when you heard the coach what you're he used said i go do this out of respect to the relationship he's basically telling you they don't respect the relationship because of the way that they approach this. So there's no need for us to respect the relationship. Not,
0: none of this is all on a one interview basis. Man, years and years and archives you have to judge it on basically. Right. So like, you want to go back to twin tough questions? Go back to Greg Hardy in 2015. You just think there was asked on this station? Absolutely. There were the, the even the anthem stuff. You know, right. there were tough questions asked on this. Like, I, I don't <laughs> I don't agree with. And right now they're two and zero. Oh, like what farther? I don't know. We asked about talking. Yeah, but you know, know you
1: didn't. You suck at drafting. You
0: didn't kick
2: his ass. You didn't kick his ass. Hey, (laughs) first-round pick. You guys suck. (laughs) Who are you going to fire, Jerry? Huh? Answer the question. (laughs) There's just so much anger out there. There's so much anger. Which is, isn't it great to look at this guy?
0: If they're not okay with it, I I I remember a a few years ago when Jerry said it's not. What we're talking about is not a debate right now. It's a discussion. Otherwise, I wouldn't do this phone call. Like, I'm not calling in to do first take with you guys. Right, I'm right. calling in to just discuss things.
2: God,
1: and Jerry's interviews so, are so good. We'll get into yeah. the highlights of Jerry's interview. But before we do, KT, what do you have for us here?
0: Well, this is uh, this is the first time. It's not a new one. So, for those of you who, are, who might be new to the Ben and Skin show, I don't think many of you are. But for those of you who, uh, uh, in the afternoon drive, we'd always have, you know, the drop interviews. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled, stumbled, for some reason, I don't know, it popped up on my Twitter timeline the other day. I guess someone had gone to at Ben and Skin on Twitter on the podcast page. And they had liked it or retweeted it or something, and I saw it, and I went, oh. So back in May, after the Cowboys traded for Robert Quinn, I contacted a Dolphins blogger and got drops from all the guys on the stations and and did a drop interview prank. Kind of uncool, but I did it, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the reporters does not realize that, you know, drops or basic questions that have been said on the air previously are being asked to him live. So I thought it'd be fun to just kind of trev it up. This is a really good way to get you ready for the Dolphins. I'm ready. I want to hear this thing. Um, So this is about five minutes of a drop interview from from back in May with the Dolphins blogger after the acquisition of Robert Quinn.
4: We are loving the deal for Robert Quinn. A six round pick in the 2020 draft. Robert Quinn takes a four million dollar pay cut, uh, basically from 11.8 to eight, and we're trying to figure out. What are we missing here? What do you think of the deal yeah. for the Cowboys, and why did the Dolphins do it? They were in a rebuild
3: from top to bottom. I do not think it's a steal. I did some, some work on this because I was like, why is this guy available for that price and nobody else is going after him? Why did they pay him a million dollars so they didn't have to just straight-up cut him so that they could try to trade him? Why didn't Miami put any money in on it the way they did for Tennessee when they traded uh, Tannehill up there? Why did the Cowboys yeah. able to talk him out of $12 million and get him down to 8000000 million? I'm like, wait a minute. What's the deal on all this stuff? What I have heard from media guys down in Miami that I know and from agents and former agents that I know, you have to wonder about not only his injury history. And remember, he hadn't had double-digit sex since 2014. He had a three-year yep. run where he was awesome. So the reputation is incredible. But the question is, how much does he want it? And there are those who think that maybe the environment in Miami, he didn't care. Maybe he will care playing for the Cowboys. I hope that's the case. But as Stephen Jones says, and I'm taking Stephen for his word, he's a rotational player. If he plays up to his skill set and what he did in 2013, yeah, he's awesome. But he hadn't done that in five years. Yeah. Um, He probably
4: is a rotational player at this point. You guys are the Cowboys. You'll probably be in the playoffs or at least in the mix So you want him healthy for that run at the end of the year? You're going to have to watch his snaps. What type of guy is Robert Quinn? Quiet guy. (laughs) Um, He didn't cause any issues last year in Miami. And last year in Miami was a mess. Adam Gase lost control of that team, lost total control of that locker room. A lot of the veteran guys, some of them said it publicly. Many didn't. But when he left, um, it was a
3: split locker room female mosquitoes bite because they need blood not for food but because they need the blood to produce eggs when i was a little kid my family got invited there was a lady that worked with my mom and she said that she was a witch and her husband was a warlock and we got invited to dinner over there and my parents had to have a conversation with me and my sisters to tell us not to kid their kids and you just don't bring it up the lady was patched, uh, her family was practicing witchcraft. 877 881 1053. Anybody run into some witches and warlocks and they practice that faith? I mean, it's their religion. You know how they say it so and so, if there's some 800 pound man and they had to lift him out of his house or whatever. And you say, like, how could you get 800? And he's never left his bed. How could you get to be 800 pounds? I found this out. People who have that kind of weight, they don't go to the bathroom for weeks. They I don't how can people not go to the bathroom every day? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Saw this. Chuck Berry, the rock and roll legend that just died. Apparently, he used to fart on hookers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What do you think is the biggest issue we face as humans moving forward? Let's describe your perfect night out on the town with your
1: buddies or maybe it's a date with a young lady, whatever it might be. What's the perfect night for you? What What are you listening to? What are you eating on? What, what goes down on a perfect night in your world?
4: Best April Fool's prank that you've pulled off or had pulled off on you.
3: You know how we got uh, this this pig situation with uh, it feral pigs all over Texas going crazy? They got it there with monkeys in Paris.
4: Great stuff, Mike. We'll see you Sunday night.
0: All right, thanks.
3: Oh, oh no, he's still there.
4: This was tremendous, man. Thank you so much for your time. We love having you on, and we'll be seeing you on TV.
3: You still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still here.
3: Are we done? Did you hear about the grandma in, I think she's in Austin. They went viral yesterday. Did you
4: see this freaking kid solve three Rubik's Cubes while juggling them? Who are some of the McDonald's
0: characters?
4: (laughs) (laughs) What's your take on this Pete Davidson story?
0: (laughs) Did he up? That's what made him hang up. That is so great. That was so good. That's the the best arsenal of questions you've ever had. The guy, uh, he must have been pulled over in traffic or he was driving or something because he goes... Are we done? <laughs> he didn't want to talk over another show that was happening. Oh, that's he didn't so good. Know. But that, that gets you ready for the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I,
2: I really look forward to it. It's the Ben and Skin Show 1053, the fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.